0: And welcome to the Up The Villa podcast. If you're new, please do subscribe. Uh, We are on the road to 10,000 subscribers now, which is a bit crazy. We had a very, very... Good month in October, so much support, um, and it's just been lovely having everyone kind of unite at a time where perhaps filler have been disappointing us a bit, so yeah, that's been brilliant. So do subscribe if you haven't already, and of course, always get involved in the comments of this video. We've got the whole gang here today for our Manchester United preview. This is our last home game before the World Cup, so It's feeling a bit odd that this is the last time we'll be travelling down until Boxing Day. Um, But a massive game, really, um, as they all are. And I think now, more than ever, we are kind of looking towards a new era. We've spoken a lot over the last week or so about what it's going to mean for the club now that we've got this uh, exciting new manager coming on board who is joining us this week. And uh, I suppose this weekend on Sunday is our first taster of of what to expect now. We don't want to dwell too much on the past here, but obviously on on Sunday or Saturday, sorry, we realised that, you know, there was still a lot of work to be done at uh, at Aston Villa, given the performance at Newcastle. So um, Unai has has a big job on his hands, I think it's safe to say. And Luke did a great episode this week, if you haven't seen that already, talking about the five things that we think he really needs to do to get this Villa side firing and take us to that next le- next level, um, which, you know, is, is really what we're all waiting for. But looking forward to the weekend and beyond. Like I say, we've got three games now, two in quick succession against Manchester United and then the following weekend against Brighton. It's a very short space of time for him to come in and sort of, you know, set the world alight. So we're going to have kind of slightly more limited expectations, unless you're just in which case you'll predict <laughs> six points and through to the next round of the cup. But... <laughs> what thrown what? under the bus
1: already? <laughs> it's just all true, though, mate. It's all true. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's all true.
0: And, it, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think. What we are waiting to see is just how quickly we will get the taste of the Unai Emery experience. So, three big games coming. We're currently sat, what, 16th in the table. We have uh, our fellow Midlands clubs sort of sitting on our tails uh, in the table and a couple of tough games. So, I'm going to look to my colleague Luke here and see how do we feel? We've got three games until a massive break, which is obviously really strange. We've got a new manager coming in, a whole new coaching setup. up. What are, or what should be the expectations for the next two weeks?
2: I think for me, there's excitement anyway, um, because Unai am is an elite manager, an elite coach. He has a track record of winning trophies. He's got a brilliant win percentage at every club he's been at. He's looked at Aston Villa and thought, you know what? I want a bit of that. I want to be involved in it. So that has already gave me confidence that he feels he can work with this squad. Like you say, it's going to be weird for him coming into Villa because he's got three games. And then for me, the best part of it is then he's got four or five weeks to implement his tactics. I think they're going to Dubai, aren't they? They're going to have warm weather training there. They've got, you know, a friendly against Cardiff. So, he's got time there to get his beliefs and his philosophy across to the players. So, I expect us to come firing on Boxing Day and after that, you know, the the amount of games we've got until the end of the season. I think we will see more. We will see... A lot better, a better version of Villa. Uh, but I think the three games that we've got now, in quick succession, you know, it, it's just about getting points, isn't it? That to me, that's all it's about. You know, it's going to be difficult because the two games we've got in the Premier League, Manchester United and Brighton, are a really, really tough game. So, for me, if we could possibly just go unbeaten, a win and a draw, that yeah. would be fantastic. Knock him out of the cup. That would be brilliant. Oh, <laughs> right, Justin. You know, I, I, I've listened to, um, <laughs> you know, yesterday when I was watching the Napoli-Leeds uh, Liverpool game and Spalletti, their manager, he was talking about what he's done there and, and why they're doing so well. And, and he, he didn't speak about his players. He didn't speak about his tactics. He spoke about his connection with the fan base he spoke about how the fans have created this atmosphere and this aura that they all love playing in. And that is what I think we need to do with uh, Unai Emery and this team. We need to back them and we need to create something that we haven't really created before. Well, we did have with Dino, but I I think we really need to, you know, enhance the Unai Emery era He's got eight new staff coming. So NSWE have really, really backed him, which you'd expect. We've gave him a contract of around four and a half years. Again, we've backed him. We've not gave um, a manager that type of contract for a certain amount of years until we gave a certain person one and we know what happened there. Um, It's sad to see Cutler go. McPhee stuck around. So I I like that we've brought in he's at people and, and it feels to me like we're going to allow him to have control, which is also really, really important. So I think I've got off a bit off tangent, but I'm <laughs> excited, looking forward to it. Just get some points now and then we can sort of try and build over the next period. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that point on being unbeaten is probably key for me. We went on that little run, didn't we? Not too long ago where we were unbeaten and I feel like that, Just that phrase of being unbeaten kind of does mask over a lot of problems. So I feel like just while we're bridging that gap to this sort of, once again, mini pre-season almost, um, to go unbeaten would be special. And I'd also like to touch on that point of of sort of a, a club culture, which I think is a big thing that we're talking about with Unai joining the club. On Sunday, I am imagining that Villa Park should feel really optimistic and hopeful. It's a big game. I think, in general, as much as we perhaps don't have a good record against Man United at home, we seem to like playing them in terms of we, as fans, really feel up for the occasion, perhaps on the hope that one time we might actually get the win at Villa Park. But with that in mind, with the new manager, the start of this new era, I do feel like we can really get behind the team on Sunday and perhaps that will be, like you say, the thing that gets us over the line because they are going to be really tough fixtures. I mean, Brighton, they've lost Graham Potter, but they, you know, Blue Chelsea away at the weekend. I feel like we shouldn't get carried away with all the excitement and perhaps, you know, look at this as a time to sort of bridge the gap, get through to the World Cup some good performances, some good sort of signs of what to expect, but just get us over the line. Justin, you are far more optimistic than I am. Am I being too cynical? Do you think that we're gonna see a quick turnaround from our new manager?
3: I think I'm far more optimistic than anyone, to be honest, in my whole life. I've been, having said that, I had a DM this week, Luke, of somebody that said they watched your, your, your video the other day and said, Luke is really, really excited for Emory, isn't he? I said, yeah, I think he's, uh, he's buzzing <laughs> for it. But I, I share the optimism, I share the excitement, you know, I've been around longer than you lot, unfortunately, and... um I've I've seen a lot of managers come and go, but this one excites me massively. And I've probably said that about the last 10, to be honest, but this one really does excite me. If, if you just dig slightly, you don't you haven't even got to dig that far into his record, to be honest, just to look at his what he's achieved in the game. And if that doesn't excite you, then you, you might as well pack up watching football because the one thing that, that's that been missing is, is that elite manager and elite coaching setup. Dino brought us back from the brink, Stevie G couldn't take us on to the next level, so he paid for it with his job. And so we've gone full bore now for, for, in my opinion, one of the top managers in world football, not even you know, in Europe. Uh, it's a shame he's had to come in under these circumstances, but ultimately that's why he's got the job, because of where we are. Uh, the last manager was failing. So he has got a little bit of pressure on him to try and pick up a few wins quickly, not... I would say in the next two, three weeks, that's, you know, whatever happens in the next three games is irrelevant, really. We'd like to pick up points, but it's more important that he's... And to be honest, we're all a bit peed off that the World Cup's coming around the corner, but in in reality to our season, it couldn't have come at a better time, in my opinion. It's phenomenal for a new manager to come in, get three games with his squad, and then get to go away on a six-week preseason. You know that's that's manner from heaven from a new manager coming in because he gets to go away and lock himself away with his squad. Great that they're going abroad. They can have some real good team building. They can get to know all the coach and staff. They can, you know, they can deep, delve deep into what he does, which is 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 analyze and, and and get them going and know exactly what he's all about. He can. You know he can almost do two training sessions today and have an evening sort of sitting around watching the videos that he loves to to show more. And and if I'm a if I'm a Villa footballer now, I, I should I'd be wanting I'd be like a sponge. I'd be wanting to take in every single aspect of this man's career and every single word. I'd be hanging on every single word he says because we have got some very very good footballers at Villa, and all they're lacking now, in my opinion, is 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 the direction to make them very good footballers. Yes, we've got elite, elite players that have been at the top, like your Coutinho's, um, and your is obviously won international trophies, but the rest of them, realistically, there's not a lot of trophy wins in, in that squad. So, to have a manager that comes in with, a, with the record he's got, you know, they've just got to look at him and say, OK... If you can let, help us win something and get into Europe, over the, in, what is four and a half year contract? If he can put a trophy, one trophy on the table in then four and a half years, and get us qualified for Europe within the next two or three years, that's a massive success from where we've been in the last ten years for me. So it's not a huge ask. All right, trophy win is a big thing, but it, that's his. That's his. You know, mo isn't it? He's a trophy manager, a uh, cup manager, uh, with with good success in the league as well. But over the next sort of three games I just want to see him implement his his style his his sort of formation if you like not particularly his style because it's going to take long to get that in but his formation get get that set it'd be great to see the team how he sets it up on Sunday and the next two games after that and then disappear off I'm happy to let him have that time to go and sort it out yes it's going to be annoying not being able to go down to Villa Park but when they come back on Boxing Day then the real work starts and, and we can start really assessing how how the next sort of phase of Villa's life is going to end up.
0: Yes, you are right indeed. And it it does feel a bit weird that these games, as much as, you know, we want to do as well as possible, it almost feels like they are just a bit, not like, not pointless, because of course every game counts and we are, you know, at the bottom of the table at the minute, but you're almost kind of just waiting for them to be over so that the real work can start because you just know until then, These games were almost like a taster for him to suss out what he likes in the team, where he thinks the coaching really needs to be focused. And then that period over the World Cup until the post-Christmas, you know, that he knows exactly what, what needs to be done. And all that starts from this week. He has entered the building and the work starts now. And obviously the first test, as we say, is Sunday's game against Manchester United. They've hit some decent form. They are now unbeaten in eight games across all competitions. You know, they're a bit, they've been a bit of a laughing stock, haven't they? Amongst, you know, football fans who, you know, quite enjoy to, to pick fun at Manchester United, but you know, the new manager has come in and has very much steadied the ship. They've had some good results. Um, In the last few weeks, they've picked up points against Chelsea, um, against Newcastle, They beat Spurs, so, you know, they're coming into this fixture probably full of confidence. They've just beat West Ham at the weekend, so by no means is this an easier fixture than it has been in previous years. You know, we mustn't forget that we have beaten them uh, not too long ago. Think back to that Courtney Hawes header at the back post, which was obviously uh, an amazing memory uh, in the last couple of years, but at home, the the record's a bit smelly, isn't it? Ryan very kindly reminded us of that stat in the uh, in the group chat earlier today. So on that note, I am going to pass to you, Ryan, and get your sentiment ahead of Sunday's game. Obviously, not a great record, but how can we turn the tide this weekend?
1: Yeah, that record stinks. It stinks that applies out. Um, I've been a season ticket holder, since that year, or slightly before, maybe the year before, year before, so I've never, ever, ever, ever seen us beat Manchester United at home. Um, I'm expecting a very, very good atmosphere on Sunday. The crowd, if we go back to what Luke was saying there about uniting the crowd and getting behind the team, Villa Park, historically, as always reacted to pretty much what's going on on the field. If, if the, the play is good, if we're attacking well, then the crowd will be good. When we're down in the dumps, we're quiet. Um, so I think that mentality has got to change. Obviously, the manager and, and the players have got to set that tone. But we've got to follow. We've got to follow. And, in, you know, it can't just be the whole end. I know the North Stand lower generates an atmosphere, but it's time all four corners of the stadium start erupting because you hear so many people talk about how good it is to play at Villa Park and when that man is, uh, when that team is, uh, when that crowd is behind you, it is the 12th man. Um, I heard Sherwood saying it on TalkSport the other day and, and, Really, Sherwood, when he first came in, he generated an atmosphere that, that, you know, some of them atmospheres against West Brom and stuff like that, it really, it was really, really good. And, you know, we went all the way to the FA Cup final off the back of that. Um, So I really want to, really want to see that atmosphere at Villa Park really generated. It was good. It was good against Brentford and we've got a... We've got to go again, haven't we? Against United, and United is a tough game. They are building nicely. Ten Hag's getting his ideas across now. Um, they are, they look solid. They look comfortable. They look measured. Rashford now is starting to produce again. I feel like he's gone. He went not well, very, very stale for the last two years, um, but he looks dangerous. Just in time for a trip to Villa partner, though. Uh, De Gea, he had a he had a good game after a bit of a shaky season. The new signings are settling in. Martinez at the back. Um, Casemiro. Casemiro? Is that? Yeah, in midfield. Casemiro, he, yeah. Yeah, he's... Um, you know, them two used to play a double pivot. Didn't know him at and, and Fred, but he's doing it on his own. He's he's a world, world-class talent. Um, so, they are producing some good results, but it's Emery's first game. And, don't know, don't know, just, just fancy us to do something. I always, obviously, I always yeah, Ryan, fancy us to I do something. I know you love a little cheeky stat, but have,
2: have a listen to this then. Unai Emery's record against Manchester United in the Premier League. Two draws, one win, unbeaten. Beat them in the cup <laughs> against uh United in the Europa League as well. So... Emery loves playing exactly, United. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I always, I always, <laughs> I always let myself believe that we can get something, regardless of form, regardless of my own dread or anything like that. I just feel every game, i go into it believing we can get something. And I think the day I lose that feeling is the day that I stop going Villa Park. So I am um, will be all up for it Sunday. Especially with that stat,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, we can all get down in the dumps sometimes, but the minute you stop getting excited and and feeling like you can win a football match, where is where is the love of the game gone? I think for me, um, I am not. I am nervous about the game. I think you know, I, I'm nervous about most games these days. But I think what I'm really looking forward to seeing and, and excited to, to see is some of that in-game management and just seeing him on the touchline, um, how he's going to structure the team. So I'm actually looking at it, looking forward to it. Maybe not even from a footballing perspective, but sort of the coaching um, coaching perspective. What's he going to do? How's he going to change the game? You know, that stat there, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Where- Wet my taste buds a little bit there, and I am just starting to think, hmm, well, hmm, what's
2: possible? You know, Fernandez is out, he's not going to be playing, he's got a suspension. Um, Anthony was it didn't play against West Ham, so he's a doubt. They're in Spain, Real Sociedad on Thursday as well. So,
0: you never know,
1: catch him cold, <laughs>
2: you
0: never know. <laughs> well that's the thing and uh, i think one of the weaknesses which i'm not sure if people have spoken about too much um but i do feel like they're still slightly toothless in attack which is rich coming from a villa fan um considering the season we've had but i do think they are they look really solid as a unit but even in games where they're dominating they're not necessarily blowing teams away um it was a narrow 1-0 against west ham and they've had a lot of those games, whether it's come in draws or even in victories, where they've still not really sort of cut teams open and I'm setting myself open. So they're, they're three points be...
1: off third place, aren't they? And they've only got a plus one goal difference, I think. So that yeah. backs up what you're saying there, Hodge.
0: Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. And I think if we look into this game, as much as, you know, we want to be optimistic. You have to kind of be realistic that we're coming off the back of a really difficult time. So where what, what are the aspects of this United team that perhaps are going to play into our favour? With the home side here, like we've mentioned, we're going to have the crowd behind us. They're not scoring bundles of goals. Neither are we, you know, granted, but it's, you know, it feels like they're not a United side of, you know, 20 years ago we still are in this game and I feel like you have to remember that when you're going into these fixtures and you feel like the massive underdog you have to kind of realise that you know they're not unbeatable this United side aren't scoring bucket loads of goals so how do we deal with that and that's where the manager comes into this now he's gonna know he's but he's been watching his videos while he's still waiting for while he was waiting for his visa to be processed you know it was probably sat in the uh in the office, watching a tactical breakdown of Manchester United or something. So, on that note, Luke, I know you're getting very excited by the tactics and the manager. And, you know, you've pulled up that stat that he clearly has a very good record against United. Do you think he's going to be able to pull it out of the bag? Yes. That wasn't fair. I'll
2: say yes, because (laughs) I think it's going to be a little bit like the Brentford game. And we are a a complete... like
0: a 4-0? No,
2: no, no, not for that aspect. (laughs) Not for that aspect, right? In the sense of Ten Hawk has no idea what we're going to do. Right, he's got no idea, has he? So, I don't know how we're going to play. The fans don't, and, and I think that will play into our hands as well. And I think that's what happened against Brentford. We came out, we blew Brentford away, and it, it will be difficult for Man United to adapt to Emory's tactics in this game because they're just it's the unknown, isn't it? I've got a feeling the way Emory's going to approach these three games, he's going to approach the United ones like a cup game, I think. And a two-legged cup game. That that's how I think he's going to approach it. I think we'll be difficult to beat on Sunday, and I think we'll go for it against United at Old Trafford. Um, and I think it'll be we'll, we'll be quite tight. He, he won't want us to be really open. Um, and 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 I th- I just think we'll be difficult to play against. I'm really looking forward to one o'clock on Sunday when I see what, what that team looks like, when I see what that formation looks like. Are there going to be any players in there that we don't expect to be in there? Because I don't foresee him going with anything like what we've been going with recently. So I think that's going to be really, really interesting. The formation's going to be interesting. And I think, like we've all said about the atmosphere, at Villa, I think Sunday, for me, has got to set the tone of the atmosphere of what it's going to be like. Week in week out at Villa Park, so I watched Man United against West Ham. I thought I thought they were all right. They were pretty pretty solid. Um, I think West Ham had a couple of chances. I don't think United footballing wise are playing that great. I think they're just they're just sort of like petering through games, aren't they? And they're, and they're just doing enough, but. What we saw last season when we went two 0 down and we conceded really early again—you don't want to be chasing games against Manchester United because, for me, when I look at United, I always think once they get ahead, they're pretty pretty good at sort of like just going through the game and going through the going through the motions. Because I think I think they've got a, a decent squad that can sort of like shore up things. So. For example, they can bring on like Tom and who's pretty solid. They'll bring on Fred. They've got Casemiro in the middle. They've got these players that are just pretty, pretty solid. So I think we've got to just make sure that we don't concede early and we stay in the game for as long as possible because I think the crowd will 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 do quite a lot on Sunday.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that point there on them being hard to beat is exactly what we want to be. Um, We're not expecting for him to come in and turn it around that quickly. And the the interesting point on the team selection is that he's going to have only had a handful of days, really, to get a proper idea of who he's going to choose. Yes, he'll probably have been monitoring the situation for the last couple of weeks, but he's coming into this and, you know, meeting the players one-on-one might completely change his mind. So, like you say, Sunday at one o'clock, we could be completely surprised. It's like it's slightly exciting for me, but also slightly nerve wracking that we've got no idea what's going to happen. Um, But in, in a sense, like we've got that trust now where you kind of know that the manager is making real good tactical decisions and you have to support that. So, Justin, and finally, I'm just going to come to you and get your thoughts ahead of Sunday's game. I know you know, we touched earlier on about you know, these being games that we perhaps aren't expecting to win, going unbeaten would be positive, but at one o'clock on Sunday, what are you hoping to see and are you feeling positive?
3: I think you know the answer to that, Hannah, don't you? <laughs> I am feeling positive. Um There's a limited amount of stuff he can do. He's got four days, hasn't he? Let's be right. He's got four days on the training ground. He's meeting almost every player that's there, apart from, I think, Martinez and anyone else he, he might have met, you know, in his travels. He doesn't know. I'm sure he's done a lot of research in the last week since he's took the job on of what he's got and where they play, what they do. He's probably watched about 300 videos of all of them by now. So... He's going to have a very good idea of how he wants to play. I'm sure he's probably been briefed on fitness and injuries and and how we stand on that way. He's probably spoke a lot to Aaron Danks. I would imagine on, on his thoughts on on how things have been going and how the last two games are gone and how he's tried to attack it. Um, so, in them four days, I would imagine that the most important thing he'll be working on is shape of the team. Um, he's obviously he'll, he'll he'll know straight away how he's going to set it up and then it will be getting into the players and how he wants them to the shape to look with and without the ball and that's I think pretty not an easy thing to do but it's it's not overloading them with, with data is it, it's like this is how we're going to play this is how I want you to look when you haven't got the ball and when we have got the ball you know you can start to feed these things into them early, yes it's, it's going to be a lot for the players to, to take on board so he's not going to want to overload them with, with stuff and data and things but I think he'll try and as it is Man United, and as it is a tough, you know, first game for him, he's going to want to make us tough to beat. He's going to make us tough to break down. So the formation will be very interesting how he, he sets them up. Um, and and we we'll probably try and get a bit on the break because we have got pacey players in Bailey. We've got tricky players that can keep the ball and, and open teams up. We've got strikers who can score goals, um, given the right service. So that's going to be interesting to see how he tries to, to, to sort of integrate those into the side and how he's going to try and create openings for them. the, the As you've all said, the crowd's going to be hugely impactful on Sunday. And, and, you know, one of the things I love when we have a new manager is getting there early, getting to my seat early and, and that walk down the touchline when he's announced because, you know, We've got to show him the love and we will show him the love there'll be a standing ovation and there'll be some chance and and, and hopefully when he when he gets to that dugout and, and the game starts, he he looks around and thinks, Yep, I think, yeah, made a fantastic choice coming here. And then it's down to the players, isn't it? To perform on the day and, and as we've seen over the last few years, it's it's you know, we're so up and down, you know, the what we spoke about in the pre season was consistency and we still haven't seen that. So, you know, it's something he's Got to work on it and he's got to get the best out of his players somehow. But I, I expect to, us to play well on Sunday. I expect us to, to put in a good performance. You know, they'll all be wanting to impress the new manager. They'll all, whoever gets to start the game, will, will want to put their early markers down for you can trust me, boss. You know, I can do this and I can do what i have asked to do here. And the ones that are on the bench, if they get a chance to come on, they're going to want to say, yeah, you know, I, you know, I think I'm worthy of a start. So, They've all got things to work on. They've all got things to to show that they can do uh, to clean slate for all the players. So, you know, players that have been on the fringes and and sort of bombed out a little bit might get a chance. It'd be very interesting to see how he goes about it and what he thinks of the the current squad we've got. So I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for that um, two o'clock to start on Sunday and I can't wait to get down there again
0: me too and please don't mention the c word of consistency because it does send us down my spine with how much we've spoken about it in the last 12 months um but yeah I mean we're coming off the back of a bit of a a bit of a rubbish time what's better than getting down Villa Park with your mates with your family and celebrating a new manager and getting behind your team in a big game it's what it's all about we we're here to be positive. Um, yes, uh, you know, I think we're all aware that it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows. Um, there's going to be teething problems, but looking ahead to Sunday, we're being positive. And on a very positive note, I'm going to roll on to score predictions. Justin, you're going last. We'll say the best or last. I'm going to start off with mine. I am going, I'm going optimistic because why the hell not? Life is too short. I'm going for a 2-1. We're going to score two goals. Don't ask me who, um, but I, I don't know. I've just got—I have got a good feeling, and I, as much as I'm nervous, I, I'm being positive and just—just um, just hoping that some of that positivity at some point will will pay off. So that is mine. Luke, what are you saying?
2: First, I need to give a shout-out to Clive, security guard at Villa. I think he's in the Trinity Road, so I've been told to give a shout-out to Clive. I'm going to go with 1-1. I think it's going to be a draw. Um, it's going to
0: be a draw. We'd be happy with a draw, I think. I Wouldn't think a draw bad. A draw Wouldn't would be good. A, a good result. Yeah. Um... Yeah, blind optimism from me. Ryan, what
1: do you think? (sighs) Emery, Emery is the man. He's an architect, isn't he? He's the architect, he's the design and builder of the underdog team, isn't he? So, with our stinking record, I do think we're the underdog. Um, I'm going to go, I was going to go 0-0, but let's go with a sneaky 1-0. Let's have a goal. I don't know. Last 10 minutes or something. When was the last time we had a a late goal (laughs) in the game? Last minute winner. Yeah, last minute. Place erupts. (laughs) Yeah. Let's put the nil-nil in the bin and we'll go for a one-nil late, late winner. Yeah.
0: That's the vibe tonight,
3: yeah.
0: right? He's rubbing yeah. his hands. He's doing his warm up. <laughs> Drum roll, please, Justin. What do you think the score will be on Sunday at five?
3: I'm o'clock? more surprised. I'm more surprised Ryan hasn't said foundations tonight. His, his, his usual words with new manager coming in. Here, get them foundations sorted. <laughs> right, I've had a f- score in my head ever since I've sort of realised that, that his first game is going to be Man United. I've had a score in my head. A very famous game I went to. And it was famous because of what happened on Match of the Day on the evening that you'll never win nothing with kids. We beat Man United 3-1 that day. So <laughs> I am going on. We're going to do a replication of that game. We're going to do them 3-1 at home.
0: Well, I expected nothing less. You've, re- yeah, you've topped that off very nicely. On that note... Nothing else needs to be said. Thank you all very much for watching. Again, do subscribe if you haven't already. Let us know your score predictions, how you're feeling ahead of the game. I hope you're all as positive as Justin is. Um, But yeah, we'll leave it there. Up the villa.
3: Up the villa.